Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. We start with property taxes going up across Metro Vancouver. We got Brad West standing by to talk about the situation in Port Coquitlam. Let's quickly look at the situation in Vancouver. 7.5% property tax hike this year. Last year it was 10.7%, well ahead of the inflation rate. What does Vancouver Mayor Ken Sim think about tax increases? Here's how, here's how he describes it. Now, I know increases like this are hard. Frankly, they suck. Yeah, they, they suck. The tax increases suck. All right, let's discuss it now with my guest, Brad West, the mayor of Port Coquitlam. Brad, thank you for coming on today. Thanks for having me, Mike. Okay, so we're taking a look at what's going on in Vancouver. 7.5%, but the mayor stressing that, well, hang on, earlier in the year, uh, we were threatening a 9.5% tax hike. So it's two points lower. So they're, they're taking it easy on taxpayers there. could have been higher. This is the old... What do they call it? Under promise, over deliver? The old bait and bait and switch? I don't know. What do you think? Let, 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 first of all, give me your take on 7.5% next door in Vancouver here. What do you think of that? Well, I mean, those are historically high numbers. And uh, you see actually across Metro Vancouver, a number of cities are looking at 7, 8, 9%, maybe even higher property tax increases. And it's no doubt. Uh, that there's a it, there's no doubt it's a challenging year for cities in terms of rising costs, uh, but that's yeah. why it's important that we really double down on our, our efforts because guess what costs are rising for everyone not just cities they're rising for our taxpayers for our residents and you know I think we've established a, a real strong track record in Port Coquitlam I think we've distinguished ourselves from the region uh, in terms of our property tax rates and this year um, after Many, many years of, you know, uh, one, two, uh, three property uh, percent property tax rates. Uh, we're looking at 3.56 on uh, the city's internal services. Now, we are, like other cities, being passed a bill from the federal government. And I think that that's something that's important for people to understand. We're a community that's policed by the RCMP. The yeah. federal government makes decisions around the RCMP in terms of their collective agreements, in terms of the prime minister deciding, okay, every RCMP officer has to have a body-worn camera. They make a number of decisions, and then they don't fund them. So for that, mm. for us this year, it means that we also have a, a one-time 2% hit because the city has been handed a bill for decisions that the federal government has made with respect to collective agreements with the RCMP, and, and we have to deal with that. Um, but, you know, despite that, I still think in our community, we've, we've really taken the time to go through the budget line by line, apply a tremendous amount of uh, financial scrutiny, uh, really try to guard against empire building, Mike, because I'll tell you, in my time in local government, I, I think that there is um, there's a real temptation amongst uh, management 
to build an empire within their department. And what that looks like is, okay, I decide that I need an additional staff person or maybe two or three of them. Um, and I come to council and I say, oh, I need these two or three uh, new positions. Okay, it's like that commercial, approved, um, <laughs> without saying, okay, uh, department head, have you looked internally in your department? Uh. Have you looked internally? Maybe there's a there's a position that is no longer required because uh, it's a prior. It was a priority. It, it no longer is. Are there redundancies? Where could you find efficiencies? We go through that. We we put them through the paces and through that process, we realize a significant amount of savings, which we pass on uh, to our taxpayers. And the proof has been in the pudding in Port Coquitlam because our residents. And I'm really proud of this, Mike. So I'm going to say this one clearly. Our residents in Port Coquitlam every year are paying over $1,000 less in property taxes than the average Metro Vancouver property owner. I mean, that's real money for people uh, to be able to spend as they wish, uh, yes. take care of their needs and their families. And so, so I'm, just, I'm really proud of the approach we've used. I'm just doing the math here in my head on the tax increases in Poco that you described there. So there's a basic, there's a, a, a base increase and then there's a, a separate increase for, for the RCMP. Like what's the total increase in Poco now? So 3.56 uh, for the city and we have to deal with that one-time RCMP thing and that's the 2%. So, so even despite five, that, you know. So 5.56 total. 5.56 total. I mean, it's still yeah. going to be the lowest in the region. Um, mm. you know, despite having this uh, surprise handed to us from Ottawa, don't you guys don't you guys um, have like a long term contract with the RCMP so you know these increases are coming? Like, aren't your costs sort of projected for years out? Why? Why? No, why did they? Go ahead. They're not because um, I mean it was more predictable before unionization of the RCMP uh, because the rates that uh, RCMP were going to get in terms of um, uh, raises were uh, were set by Treasury Board. Now the RCMP is unionized, so they go into uh, collective bargaining, and they have just concluded collective bargaining. Um, and so now, I mean, you, you have a little bit of certainty now based on the length of the contract, but prior to that, people were guessing, you know, were they going to mm. get a 3% raise? Were they going to get a 4% raise? You know, what was it going to be? And, you know, to be very clear, I, I don't begrudge RCMP officers uh, a raise. Um, obviously, yeah. they they need that. They have it, you know, just one of the most difficult jobs in society. The point being, though, is that these are decisions being made in Ottawa. They they don't. There's no consultation with the people who have to pay the bill, uh, and it extends beyond uh, wage increases. Again, for instance, the prime minister decided that every RCMP officer had to have a body worn camera. Okay, um, not, I'm not even you know taking issue with that decision, but that decision has significant financial repercussions. Yeah. The federal government has made it; they don't provide any funding. They say, okay, property taxpayers in Port Coquitlam and across the entire country, if you have RCMP, you pay it. Um, you know, but it's millions of dollars. Right. So, let me. Um, let, let me. Let me ask you in the time in the time in the time we have here, the brief period of time we got. Uh, let me ask your thoughts on what's going on in, in Vancouver with the Vancouver Park Board here. I, I'm very interested in your in your thoughts on this. So you've got Vancouver Mayor Ken Sim is, and his council determined to abolish this park board that's been around for over 100 years, uh, dismiss these elected officials, asking the provincial government to, to 
pass whatever regulations and laws they need to do it. Do you, uh, what do you think of that? Do you support that? I, I know it's not in your wheelhouse there. I mean, you're the, yeah. you're the mayor in a different municipality, but I'm just curious your thoughts on it. Well, I do think it's interesting that Vancouver is the only place apparently in North America uh, that has an elected park board and, and you don't, see a whole bunch of cities looking at that model and saying hey that that works really well we got to switch to that you know it's yeah. kind of the last one standing um you know the the process of it all is something for vancouver and the province to hash out um and i've you know heard critiques around like well these people were elected you should let them finish their term and things like that so yeah. but so, setting aside the process on the substance on the substance of it it seems redundant to me yeah. They don't have the ability to make any financial decisions. That power rests with council. Um, so you, I'm not entirely sure what types of decisions they are making. Um, but, you know, you see this right across all levels of government. Um, you, you get, you know, you get this, as I was describing it before, this empire building. I mean, in British Columbia, we have tons of health authorities. Every health authority has to have a CEO. They have to have yeah. a dozen vice presidents. They have to have a dozen, you know, second vice presidents. They have to have, you know, directors. Then they have to have managers. And it just, you know, this yeah. is replicated in, in the school system and the health system. Um, and I don't know that it really delivers a heck of a lot in terms of results for people. Right. You know, people who are trying to access those services on the front lines. Um, and, and so uh, on the substance of it, um, I, I don't see why, uh, you know, why you would have it. Um, and it'll be interesting to watch how it plays out. Yeah. Mayor West, thank you for coming on today. I appreciate it. Thank you for having me, Mike.